This is K Swift and I'm back. All right, let's get into this next episode. Uh hope you enjoyed the last one. So we're back. Thank God. All right, here we go. We want to talk about how God is viewed by man. I mean, we could talk about this all day. I mean, because people they're confused. They don't they say, well, he's male, he's female, he's black, he's white. I mean, come on, let's get it together here. All every when you say male, female, black or white, you're talking about things regarding flesh and blood. And see, a lot of people, they they're confused because they keep crossing the two. Church organizations do it all the time. They cross the two. And see, when they cross the two, I don't know what to think about it because I don't know whether to think that they're getting it wrong because they don't know any better or. They're doing it on purpose. And I don't, I I really don't understand. So, but that's not for me to decide. But a lot of people, they try to manipulate people because they know that people have no clue in how to separate the two, how to separate spiritual and how to separate what is earthly flesh and blood. And there's clearly a difference. There's a difference in it. And I'm here to clarify that. So let's get started. All right. When it comes to God, if you're talking about a spirit, let's let's talk about spirits here. See, because a lot of people, I feel as though that they have a uh, very uh, shallow understanding when it comes about spirits. Spirits have no male parts. It has no female parts. It's not feminine. It's not masculine. It's none of those things. It's superior. It's superior. And it's of another realm. It's not of this realm. So how could you put a label of this realm and try to label it on the next realm, which is a spiritual realm? Something that you can't see. Something that you have to have faith in. And then you're going to put the same mind tricks and the same mind games and structure that they play on us as human beings, you're trying to force that into another realm on a spirit. Let's just talk. Let's talk ghosts, which is something that we refer to in the next realm. And this is not a discussion about ghosts and ghostbusters and none of that stuff. I'm trying to get to a point. Now, if you're talking about ghosts, that's something that you can't see and you have no understanding of it. How are you going to put a label on it? Just ask yourself that. Let's get back over to spirits because, I mean, I don't want to get this too far off track because people tell he on there talking about ghosts. I'm not talking about ghosts. I know you want to get ignorant with my podcast, but I'm not going to let you. So let's get back over into spirits because that's where I'm at. But anyway, I'm coming back over here talking about spirit. If you can't see it and you don't understand it, why would you place a human in a human label in this world? On something that you have no understanding and that that you can't see. It's because because you want to or you feel as though that's something that you're going to do. It's because you're trying to place yourself in that category 
and which I was mentioning in the last podcast, to give yourself some kind of purpose and some kind of strength and some kind of structure that labels you. But let me tell you something. That's for, you can't trick people with things like that. You can trick the people that don't know. But when you get in a room of intelligent people, they don't think that you're a person of intelligence. They know that you're not a person of intelligence. They don't think that you're a person of intelligence. They know you're not. Because first of all, they'll think that, okay, this person is trying to pull our trick. They're trying to pull a page, rip a page out of our book of what we're pulling on the world. Now, as far as uh, female, let's say male. Say the people are talking about, well, God is a male. So you think that God is a male because God made man first and then and man made woman out of man, which is woman. You think that that puts God as a male? No, absolutely not. Because you gotta you gotta remind yourself that if God made man and woman came out of man, then God is much more. Don't you think something very special and very strong and very powerful that can do such a thing is greater? And because you say, well, he made us, uh, he made man in his image. Let me explain it. When it says that God made man in his image, God is simply saying that the traits and some of the things that God has in him is directly reflected in man almost like as if you're the father and you go out and you have children your children are are, are born in your image not because uh she's a your your daughter's a female and that your son's a male because they're both of you you see what i'm saying in other words that would be if if your son if you had a son and you had a daughter that was born but they never met you and they never nobody ever uh explain to them whether you were male or female then wouldn't your daughter say oh no my dad is a woman oh and the boy will say no but my dad is a man you see what i'm saying to you in other words you can't label something that you know nothing about and i'm telling you spirits have no male or female uh label on a spirit like god god is much more than that how could you label God male or female when God, somewhere in the universe, he has other things that are made in his image? I'm pretty sure of it. He, man ain't the only thing God has created in the universe. That's what you have to understand. Even though Jesus came down and was created as man, Jesus, his fleshly side of him was made in God's image. And he, he is God, but he isn't God, but he is God. They're one. So that's what I'm trying to say to you is, is that stop putting labels on spirits. It's nonsense. You don't sound right. Cut it out. Because what you're doing is, is that you're saying you're playing the same games that uh, evil people play mind games on good people. This is the same mind games that are played on women that make them feel uh, weak or make them feel less of. Women are very powerful. Women are women and women have strengths that men don't got and men have strengths that women don't got. But when you put the two together, they're a powerhouse. And don't you think evil wants to separate you two? Don't you think that if women were created out of man, 
Don't you think for one second that something was taken away that made that structure even weak? In other words, if you have a car and you take away the main power structure in the frame, there's something that's weakened there in the body of that car. If you take a, 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 a major beam out of the car, but once you put that beam back in, the car is holding, it's strong, it can't be broken. It cannot, the, the frame cannot be bent because it has the main structure beam back in it. This is the, this is the same concept as when women get with men and marry that man, that woman, those two souls become one and something becomes whole again. So don't knock down marriage. What it is, is that you're so bent out of shape because you got all these things coming into your realm or your mind about male and female based upon television and social media. These people are not you. What they eat don't make you go to the bathroom. What they do in each and every day don't reflect who you are. What it is, is that they're playing both sides of the board. They're playing the side. They're, they're constructing the game that is to be played out by manipulation of the male and then manipulation on the female part to make sure that you two never come together. And your job is, if you want to take on the spirit of right and go ahead and make a choice, God will construct you on how to surpass and go past these things that are meant to trick you and then come into a fuller understanding that, you know what? I'm not listening to what someone else is saying. I'm not listening to how these uh, relationships are playing out and what people are saying, because evidently they're all making the same mistake. They're all making the same mistake over and over and over because majority of the people are playing into the mind games that are being played through social media and television. And the manipulation that has been set in the subconscious, the people that are on that are of power, they're in a cycle of ignorance because everybody is sitting on that board, that game board. If you want to talk about games, then it's not a game. It's about the will of the one that's in charge. But if we want to talk about games, everybody thinks that they're sitting above someone else when how could you when you're sitting on the same even playing field which is that board and none of your moves are constructed based upon your will but through manipulation and the only way that you can free yourself from that manipulation is to choose the side of God so that you can have true choice and seeing what's right and what's wrong and then making a solid choice because there's things that are just common sense if there's a fire on the stove listen you'll go pondering whether you should stick your hand in or keep your hand out you say well i just think and and this is this is this is this is the stubbornness and, and the ignorance of it of it all of the way you can view yourself if you're in this category well i don't know if that's right whether you should stick your hand in the fire or you should just not do it or i just don't think that i think this is all manipulation some people are saying don't do it and some people are saying do it don't do it i, I just don't believe anybody and you go and stick your hand in that fire and roast that hand like a, 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 a overcooked hot dog if you want. 
Or you could come to a God that's saying, look, you stick your hand in that fire, you're going to get burnt. But if you don't stick your hand in that fire, you can have a good, well, healthy hand to go on to feed yourself and, and, and use your God-given gifts and move on in life without pain. That's a no-brainer. But see, that's not the way they're doing it. They're manipulation to the point where they got you guessing whether you should stick your hand in the fire or not. So let's get on. Let's move on. All right. And let's talk about uh, we talked about male. Let's talk about female. Come on now. Ladies, don't let men manipulate you with the same mind. It's the same mind game. And don't always think that it sum up things as far as to blame man. Blame it on the factor that it's learned behavior. See, because if you chalk things up as uh, concerning learned behavior and you take male or female off the board, then you're uh, you're you're sitting up you're sitting above the situation because when you start to put a label on it well males are this and females are that then you're playing that game you're playing that game and why would you continue playing a game when you both are sitting on the same playing field on the same board and neither one of you are sitting at the table you're on the board why would you do that but if you want to rise above that as an individual and as a woman, you can automatically and you only get this from God. You got to make that choice. I'm not me. I'm not giving you no alternatives to just go out there and live your life and think about what uh, K. Swift said on the podcast. And I'm just going to go out there and use it. You're going to fail because God gives you this knowledge, this wisdom, knowledge and understanding. And, hit, and life is constantly changing and you go out there and use it. Life will get you on seven different, eight different, maybe a hundred different more angles. So you need God as a light in this world to guide you through the darkness. You see what I'm saying? So as a woman, if you want to truly be powerful as a woman, you have to quickly chalk things up, whether the person is male or female. And if, if your knowledge and your understanding is to not grasp on the things soon as you hear them, but examine them and then be led by God to discern right from wrong, you're above the situation. It isn't about women or men, menness and womenness and when, uh, men don't do this and women don't. It's none of that. It's about how you have a relationship with God and how you conduct yourself and what choices do you make. And you know what? When you run into real, you're going to recognize real. You ain't got to guess whether a man is real or not. And if it don't happen right away, hey, it just don't happen right away. Because if you anxious, you're going to make a mistake. Examine it. Give it time. When you meet a man that's talking all the right things, give him a little time. Push a couple of buttons. Tweak a couple of things. You'll, he'll, he'll, he'll surface. He'll surface. His true intent and who he is are really surface. And I'm not talking about nitpicking women. I'm not talking about nitpicking with everything because men, people are not perfect. I'm talking about clear red flags. And that's all I'm saying to you is, is that you have to get yourself together and you have to settle yourself and choose a side. That's all. So let's move on. So we're talking about now. We're talking about black or white. Let's get it together. We know all of these things are just... Uh, things that are tools that are made to keep a separation going. And I'm not going to go back into it because I talked about black and white and the manipulation that's going and you can, you can check it out in the other episodes. So, and you have to break it on down. 
because there's God, then there's Jesus. So how is Jesus to be viewed? These people got you all messed up. They got everybody messed up because now they're saying that they're now, now that we're back to that thing of that, of whether you saw a thing or not. How are you going to go and take and put a label on someone you've never seen? Are you kidding me? Every time I hear this, this conversation and every time I see people talking about it and every time I see, even I see when I see other religions talking about it, it makes me sick because it's just like, why? How did they look how far these people have come and fallen and it ain't nobody in their organization that can lift them up to put them in an enlightenment, which leads me to believe that nobody has chosen a side. Because if you chose an aside, the knowledge and the wisdom is automatically given to you. How can you place a color, whether Jesus was short, whether Jesus was white, whether Jesus was tall, whether Jesus was black, when you never saw Jesus before? So where did you get it from? You got it from television. You got it from pictures. You got it from all the propaganda that was put out there to keep the narrative going in the favor of the person that put it out. That after a while, you believe this. And this is the thing that you're going around and you're, you're chasing your tail in circles and you're in the matrix of your life concerning these things. Going around talking about, yeah, I don't believe in Jesus, no white Jesus. Where did you, when, when, first of all, when did you ever see Jesus? And I know what you're saying, and I'm just going to play it out because it's stupid. I, I, I seen him on the pictures, and I seen him uh, when he played Jesus of Nazareth on the television. And that's what my uncle said. Look, 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 <laughs> look how you sound. I mean, on, on, really, really. Look how look 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 what you sound like. Look what you sound like. Hear yourself. Feel yourself. Cause you know that that that's the only thing that you could come out your mouth with. Or you're a liar. Or you're trying to say back in Jesus' day they had Polaroids or they they or they or or they had some way to uh, project this image onto a stone. Or or you might want to go by what the Bible said, and that's the closest you're gonna get. And you don't even believe that. Stop making yourself believe things that are not true through social media and through other things. Stop. Stop it. Get out of your head. Get out of your element and think. And see, this is only coming through wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. This is what God gives me. Why do you think I get to talk like this and think like this? Because God gives it. God gives this kind of thinking. Nobody's talking like this right now. Nobody's telling you, look, this is nonsense. You cannot place a label on something you've never seen before. And you know that's all you believe in is what you hear and what you see. So why is it that all of a sudden you got this amazing faith on putting a label and you're so sure about it that your faith is so sure that, that Jesus is a white man uh, if you've never seen him? But when anybody else asks half of these people whether they believe in God, they'll clearly say no because they've never seen God. You've never seen Jesus. But you're swearing down he was a white man. And what does it matter if he was a white man? That's the second one. Does it matter? Does it matter? Does it matter if he was brown, white, green, purple? When God sent his only son 
to redeem mankind, you're implementing that you want to take and put Jesus in the category of the ignorance and the manipulation that has been caused by man, which is basically undermining God's authority and who he is. Listen, cut the ignorance, cut the ignorance. And I'm talking to black people, especially cut it out. Listen, Caucasians, cut it out. That was uh, your abuse. That was used to manipulate you to think that you were superior than uh, people of color so that they could keep the feud going. Use your brain. So we're moving on. I hope you really, everybody just really come out of that. Come out of that. Going around talking about folks because of what somebody said and you never even met that person. And even if you met them, you never hung around them. So you don't even know them, but you dare to open your mouth concerning that person. This is the same thing that you're doing. Cut it out. Cut it out. If you don't know that person or you don't haven't met that person or you haven't seen a thing, cut it out. If the only thing that God left you, uh, which is to be pricked in your heart to bring you to the side of right is through hearing, then just open your ears. Everything else, cut it out. The Bible don't come with pictures. Belief comes through hearing. And the Bible stated that to you. But yet you will go and you will listen to your minister and your 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 bishop and your and, and have him describe Jesus as a white man and a male that is of a certain complexion and hair. We know that he was male. That's all you know. But the then you got the feud amongst the women. Well, why Jesus had to be male and why is God? And then you take and you put that same and then the women take and put that same ignorance over onto God. If women take and say, God is a female, how do you know? You've never seen God. And if you say, God is a male, how do you know you've never seen God? Cut it out. You're going to feel over. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna storm off and act like you done lost your mind or whatever you want to think about what I'm saying. But if you don't understand what I'm saying, then you know what? It's either you're in a state of denial or something's wrong. All right, let's move on. How television plays a role in your thinking, especially when you're confused and in pain. This is, this is, this is, see, because these people that orchestrate these mechanisms that of manipulation, these people have read the Bible. These people have made a choice, but they know you haven't. You have, you have not. They know it because each time that they play a thing out, it's based upon the success they have when they put it out. And they've had just overwhelming success on society and people. And let's talk about when you're confused. When you're confused, now you got social media. You got, you got the internet. Now there's thousands and thousands of influencers. Now you just, if you were confused then, you definitely confused now. But it's the same thing as back then, and it's the same thing now. Go to God, and God can sort it out whether it's two people or it's a million people. He can sort it out and give you the right direction and the truth. You can't make it on your own in this world. You have to have a guide. You're in the, you're in the valley of death. You ever heard that? Although I walk through the valley of death, I'll fear no evil. You're in the valley of death right now, and you're in the dark right now. So you can either latch on to the light, or you can stay in the dark. 
and chase your tail till you fall out, get tired, or, or bump around into things and hurt your head and your neck and your face and keep bumping around thinking that you're going to find your direction. But God sheds a light on it all. So make a choice. I know everybody puts this thing and and believe me, and I'm going to hit on it uh, just to take the stigma off of this situation. Don't go down to your local church thinking that everybody down there is in your best interest and stop blaming the pastor and stop blaming the word of God on people that sick people that go down to their church and hold up a pew. And then when you get down there, they act like the people that's in the street. Because they are the people in the street. They are the people in the street. They are the sick sitting on those pews. So don't look. And when they do their thing, now you want to get it. You don't want to go back down there. See what I'm saying? Go, no matter where you go, you go down to your local church or you out here in this world. Latch on to the ones that seek to push you in the right direction. And the only way that you're going, you say, well, how do I know which who's who? How do I know who's right and who's wrong? And you choose uh, Jesus and you accept him as your Lord and Savior. It Then you're filled with the Holy Spirit. And that spirit, if it's in one person, when you come encounter with another person, you're going to directly identify with it. It's going to be no mistake into it. Because when you talk, your talk is going to be right on point with one another and your actions are going to be on point with each other. But you are never going to leave each other once you find each other. The spirit that's in you and the spirit that's in that person, they're one. You see what I'm saying? So that's how you know. And that's how you, that, and I'm going to be honest with you, that's how you pick your spouse. That's how you pick the man or the woman in your life. Uh, when you are two people that share the same spirit and the same inspirations and the same goals and you you think alike and you going in the same direction things are much more easier now will things go wrong sure they'll go wrong but God is there to straighten it out and the way that you get God to straighten those things out although he'll do it he'll do he'll do it automatically but it's definitely done through prayer if you and that man uh, are you a woman and a man pray together? God will straighten out whatever it is that's in their lives that's crooked. But the spirits have to be right. They have to be equally yoked together. That's what that means. So make your choices or just move on. You can do bad by yourself. And I believe in that saying. That saying I do believe. So let's move on. When you're in pain. How television and media plays on you when you're in pain. Listen. I was explaining to another person the other day and I let them know that, look, when you have, and I said it in another uh, episode, when you have five children, all five children are different. God deals with you all differently. So out of a million people, God deals with each and every individual different. Why? Because you're different people. I don't care if you're twins, you're different. And if you don't believe me, check your fingerprints. There's no two fingerprints the same out of anybody. All these millions and billions of people all got individual fingerprints. You're an individual. It's not another you. So when you look at other people's relationships and you look at other people's problems, let me tell you something. You're not them. You'll say, well, they know they've been through it and they learned and they did it. Listen, you could take the basis of some of those things, but you know what? You take the basis on them as far as the information. If it occur, if it occurs, 
But I guarantee you it's not going to play out the same. I guarantee you. It may start out the same, but it's not going to play out the same. You see what I'm saying? There's always details to it. And it always seems as though it plays out the same because people that are still living after you're dead tells it the same. But if you were to live or you were able to tell people how it played out, I guarantee you from the beginning to the end, it played out different in each and everybody's lives because God deals with people. So keep that in mind. So what that said is when you're in pain, go to God. He's going to deal with you differently than he deals with anybody else. When you're confused or you got this terrible breakup with a person that you, this boy that you loved or this woman that you love, don't go asking everybody else for their advice. And if you do ask them for their advice, take that, store that, sit that to the side if it occurs, if it occurs. But if you want the overall view of things and how you to conduct yourself and handle yourself and move forward, go to God. Lean on God's understanding because God's understanding ain't man's understanding because man is, remember, all men are on that board. The devil and, and demons play one side of the board and the Holy Spirit and the angels play the other side of the board. But God has a bird's eye view of it all. So why would you, if you really want to get to the bottom of things, go to God. And when you ask him, then you wait. You're not above anybody. You're not so special. Talking about, well, I got, I'm favored by God. Oh, yeah, really? You're not favored over anybody else that believes in God because God is a respecter of no man. What you are is you're a special child of God that's going to wait on God because God is God. He's in charge. When have you ever went to the king and asked him for something and he didn't tell you go and wait? No, you want to go barge and kick the door. King, 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 king. I says, what I got to say, you might be put to death. Everything has a chain of command. You can't even go and you got to take an appointment with the president of the United States. What, what, you think that you ain't got to wait on God? You kidding me? Lower yourself when it comes to God and humble yourself when it comes to God in a childlike manner and wait on God. So that's what I have to say about it. I'm telling you that I'm dropping jewels on you. This is how you act and you conduct yourself and you move forward. And, I, and I'm learning. I'm learning as I'm talking because I, I don't have it all together. But guess what? I have it together and I have the key things and I have the knowledge and the wisdom and knowledge and understanding to make it through. I can see clearly so I can make the right choices. And when I don't make those right choices, I'm being corrected, chastised. But don't you worry about that. You ain't me and I ain't you. We get dealt with differently, remember? And you got to understand how evil plays uh, on your emotions, especially in loss and in loneliness. And loss, the way evil plays on you when you lose, listen, when you lose somebody and you think about all the trials and tribulations and the things that you've been through, not once do you think about your choices and what you caused by your choices. When you start to be in pain, that's a human reaction. And I have sympathy and I pray for everyone that God uh, comforts your pain. But he sent you a comforter. But see, the only way that you get the benefits of that comforter is that you got to make a choice. You don't get the benefits of that comforter if you don't believe in God. Once you believing in right and believing in the good side of things and believing in God and believing in Jesus, they come with perks. 
Yeah. But the condition is you have to believe in God. Love. God gives you love unconditionally, but there's a condition to being on the right side and being saved. There's a condition to that. The condition to being saved is that you got to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. To get access to the perks of the good side, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Those are conditions. But love, his love is unconditional. He loves you regardless. I said, well, if he loved me, why don't I get access? Because who going to give you access? Who, listen, I could give you love. But if you don't believe in me, why would I give you access to all the things that I have available? Huh? Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. Get yourselves in a position and make a choice. Evil is always going to play on your emotions because loss, when you lose someone and if you're not uh, in control of your emotions, it can lead you to the dark side. And for all you uh, Star Wars fans, you know what I'm talking about. And I hate to get geeky with it, but Star Wars fans know what I'm talking about. You know, when it comes to when when Luke lost his mother, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Loss can lead you to evil and the dark side through hurt and pain. But when you believe in God and you believe in the right and you believe in Jesus, God sends a comforter to comfort you and take that pain away. I know because I've done it. I've done it. I've been in a situation where I asked God to take something away and the next day it was gone. But I did it in a hundred percent belief in truth. That's how I found out about believing all the way. Not partial, not anything, just taking it on faith and believing and knowing that God can do what he said he's going to and he'll do it. And on the level of that faith, if you have that faith of a size of a mustard seed, it can happen right then and there or not or not too soon after. Now, I'm a living testimony. That's not secondhand information. You're getting it directly from me. I'm telling you. And I have witnesses to witness it. I have witnesses in my personal family, and I have witnesses from the streets of who I was and who I am now and the things that occurred to make them believe that there was a change. Because if you know what? If there wasn't something epic that happened, the people that I know from my past in the streets, they would have never bought it. They would have never bought it. Not for one instance, but when the events was I'm not going to go to took place, they were at all. Dudes that don't believe in nothing at all. And even to this day. So. That's my testimony towards that. And loneliness. That's the big one. Women, when you get lonely out there, I know your mind is, starts to play tricks on you. You start to feel down. You start to feel uh, very depressed and, and things get to us. And I, I know what it is. Because let, guess what? My follow with God and my follow in the position that I am, it's a lonely road. Once you get attached to truth, it gets pretty lonely. You can have someone right there in the house with you and you're still lonely because you got a higher sense and you see things differently. It's hard to have good conversation and have good company when you're the only one thinks a certain way and the other person is doing the same things that you just came from and got out of, but you still love them. So, you know, don't let evil things, don't let social media which pertains and uh has elements of evil in it 
get you down. That's not your life. You see what's on television. You see what's on YouTube. You see that. Then you laugh or you feel a certain emotion. And then when you turn off the TV, now it's you. And the only thing that you people do is when they turn that television off, they revert, their mind reverts back to the last thing that they saw, which is on social media. And let me tell you something. You don't have to live that life. When you turn that television off, what you do is if you're in a state of depression or you're in a state of loneliness or loss, what you need to do is you need to go into prayer and talk to God. Tell him your concerns and your issues. I'm going to get into testimonies, but I'm not going to give too much now, but we're going to get into the testimonies. And I, my God, I'm telling you, it's sweet. It is, it's like the best honey that you ever tasted in your life. It's, it's like it's something that you, trust me, you never experienced it in your life. And it heals everything instantly. Trust me on this. So we're going to get into those testimonies. And hopefully those testimonies encourage you to do the same. So, um, you know, and we're going to talk about, and lastly, and we're going to wrap it on up. We're going to talk about cares in this life. Listen, let me tell you something. I struggle with that to this day. And my cares in this life. And when I pray, God t comes and gets me. He gets me out of that rabbit hole and brings me back to where I need to be. But without his help, I would still be traveling down that rabbit hole into darkness. You got to understand when rabbits go down holes and animals dig and they go deeper ground holes and stuff. It gets darker the deeper they go. They ain't got no torch walking around down there. God gives them some kind of eyesight. But you ain't got that. When you feel yourself getting wrapped up and you're getting played out with the cares of this life or you're into a lonely or painful state, pray. Go to your God. Go to the one that oversees the whole thing. Everybody on the board and the players on both sides of the table. I don't care if you're on the wrong side of the table, on the evil side, God still can come get you. He controls both sides, but the evil that's on the side of the table convince you that it's no way out. We got you. You ain't going to never leave us. It's a lie. God controls everything. God says yes or no. God is the God and the king and the ruler of all universe in the heavens and the earth. God is ruler. And anybody who could be against you if God is for you, who say the president of the United States and the armies, they have nothing on God. He's proved that down through history. All the great armies of Egypt have came up against uh, the children of God on foot and still couldn't lay hold or put hands on them. And he'll do the same today. And see, the thing about it is, is you ain't got to worry about nothing out of them. They know who they serve. But they know who's in charge. And when you let them know that you are chosen and a child of God, it's not that I dare them, but God has dared them. And when God talks about those little ones, he's not talking. Listen, children are included, but he's not talking about just when he says, uh, put your hands on any of these little ones and you might as well wrap a billstone around your neck and catch yourself. He's not talking about just little children. The man that made this movie, he's talking about, if you, you know, if you take your hands on these little children, he's talking about that man, too, if he believes in God. 
He's not talking about just little children, little babies and little children. He, you are the little babies and the little children to God. If anybody lays hands on you or does anything to you, they could take this body from you, but they'll pay. They'll pay. And see, you don't worry about and have concerns about what somebody can do to this body because this body is temporary. Everybody's going to pass and everything is going to pass. That's in your, the, the range of your ears or your eyesight. But your spirit is forever. So I'm going to leave on that note. And I hope that you all come big, small, got millions, don't got zero, got no dollars out there struggling. It, whoever you are, if you think yourself to be too big of what I've got to say, which is from God, I'm only dropping the message. You ain't got to think nothing about me. You ain't got to be threatened by me. Be threat, be, if you want to be threatened by somebody, be threatened by God. But make a choice. You're only sitting on a board waiting. And if you want to talk about being played, because it's not a game. But if you want to talk about getting played, you're sitting on a board. And your choices are either going to put you in a place of refuge or it's going to put you in a place of imprisonment and in a place that will condemn you for life or set you free for life with the one that has your your best interest in hand and his will is going to be done because of his plan and his will that was made before the foundation of, of the earth. So I'm going to leave it there and I hope I've given something for everybody to think about and God bless. This is K-Swift balancing the game. Yeah.